Whoa, hello everyone, I'm back. I'm sorry that we missed an episode last week. I kind of felt like I needed a break. And I kind of was saying this to everyone in my life and I probably didn't shut up about it, so you were all probably fed up. But I just needed some little reset time. Also, if you can hear that snoring in the background, it's my dog. Yes, I got a dog, he's a puppy, he's a great Dane. I spoke about it in the last episode, I think. But the boy snores. I actually don't know if you can hear this, but I'm really sorry because it's going to be annoying. But I'm so desperate to get an episode out tomorrow morning because it's Tuesday tomorrow. And it's currently like half ten at night, but we're persevering, we're doing this. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. My life has been an absolute shambles at the moment. Do you guys want some life updates? I got my first hate comment. Not my first hate comment, but a hate comment that was a little intense. I'm pretty good at dealing with that because... I don't really have the ability, like, I think it may be because of my ADHD that I don't necessarily see it as real because it's not directly in front of me or it's not, like, actually in my life because it's, like, behind a screen. Does that make any sense? And I don't know if that's to do with, like, the whole object permanence type thing, but, yeah. And basically, there was a viral video that I had of me and my boyfriend building a house with my dogs under the stairs and it got like nearly 9 million views and people going crazy in the comments if you want to go see check it out my tiktok is Alana Rose Tims um but yeah people going crazy in those comments honestly can't even deal but somebody then commented on one of my like makeup videos (laughs) like me doing like a get ready with me um they commented what does your boyfriend see in you and I was like oh, okay, so I looked at the profile picture, because I was like, "Mm, who said this, you know, is it a girl, is this just jealousy, or what, but no, it was a boy, and the profile picture was, like, heavily filtered, and it looked like a young boy, I'm literally talking, like, 12, 13, so why is it always the little boys that comment stupid things like that, but anyway, I then got into, not an argument, but I was kind of like, you know, it's not normal to say this to somebody else, especially on their account. Like, maybe you should kind of work on that and I hope you heal and just be kind, whatever. And then the guy was like, I'm 26. But basically, I told him, I was like, it's always the 12-year-old boys. Okay, maybe I did get a little salty, but I don't care. And he was like, I'm 26. And I was like, that is not a flex. But why comment that on somebody else's post? What does your boyfriend see in you? Because you do not think I genuinely ask myself the same question every single day. I genuinely have no idea. I don't know. Let's ask him. We should get Matt on the podcast. Anyway, that's a story for another day. If you want to go read the whole conversation, and thank you to the people who were so kind <laughs> and stuck up for me on there. Um, it doesn't actually bother me. It's just kind of funny. But like, I'm not upset by it. But I just thought, fuck you, you know? Like, what's the point? Grow up. Well, I mean, you're literally 26. Anyway, if you're listening to this, fucking hell, mate is all I can say. Anyway, next life update. I am pretty much planning to go to Bali with my best friend now, so that's exciting. She has always wanted to go, and she said she wanted me to come with her, obviously, and I was like, hell yeah, absolutely, I will. I went last year, and it's just one of my favorite places on earth, and so we're just gonna do it. Fuck it, why not? I seem a little bit all over the place and I don't think my mind is kind of in gear right now feeling a little bit out of whack because I didn't record last week and I'm sat in my kitchen which is never where I record the podcast so excuse me if I'm all over the place and 
not really thinking straight. I feel like I can't get my words out, but I'm hoping that it will just progress as we go through. And again, any weird noises that you hear, I'm sorry, it's the puppy. His name is Obi, by the way, did I tell you that? Like Obi-Wan Kenobi from Star Wars. Does that make me sound like a nerd? Probably, but I love Star Wars. If you Okay, that's not how you say it. I love Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know what I said there, but I stuttered, girl stuttered. If you haven't watched it, go and do that because it's so good. So Like, stop the podcast. Actually, please don't stop the podcast, but go watch Star Wars in your spare time, I'm telling you. I feel like today's episode is going to be a lot of random topics all kind of mushed together in one because I feel like my mind's going to go in a lot of different places. But can we just talk about the fact that on Emma Chamberlain's website, it's been taken down now, so you can't even see it anymore, but I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they said on Emma Chamberlain's, like, merch website, she had a thing saying she was charging $10,000 or something, yeah, $10,000, I can't make this shit up, like, it, it was honestly true, for an Instagram post, and you can Google it, no, not for an Instagram post, for a DM, from her, you can google it, like it actually happened, and then there was loads of like rumours and false statements and things coming out, and apparently Emma had nothing to do with it herself, I can't imagine that she did, because that seems so out of touch for her, apparently it was all like her management, and she had no idea, but for some reason, god knows why, she was charging £10,000 for an Instagram DM, and it even had the cheat to say, you could pay it off in monthly installments of £900, $900 even, but what the heck, first of all, who has that money, second of all, who in their right mind is crazy enough to pay for a DM, I love Emma Chamberlain, but it feels like I'm having a conversation with her when I'm watching her YouTube or listening to her podcast, so I just think that was a little crazy, and that kind of is something I wanted to talk about, because the whole like de-influencing influencers, is that the correct term for it, has become a pretty big deal and I know that that got so much backlash because she's just this person who we all related to and I mean she grew so much from being so unique and so relatable and just like a normal girl, you know, and she was kind of the blueprint for like the whole of 2020 and probably still now even, I mean, everyone still loves her, but you know that era that everyone just wanted to be her? She, like, created that, so fair play to her, but everything she always stood for and what she promotes never aligned with making her, making you pay $10,000 for a DM, so that's kind of crazy, and a lot of people were hating and saying, this is so what happens to influencers or what happens to content creators, like, fame and then it's you're a celebrity obviously and I mean she is a celebrity she has an incredibly large following but people then gave her a lot of hate because she seemed out of touch even though it was nothing to do with her and we all love her and we all still do but that does seem crazy out of whack out of touch and just not what she would promote and not what her whole brand was about so this idea of these influencers doing these absurd things, and I've seen it on my TikTok personally so much recently about people I follow or on my For You page and stuff, where influencers like bigger content creators are so out of touch with reality that it leaves everyone else being like, what the heck? And so it's like, is it the rise 
No, is it the fall of influencers? And it's becoming the rise of the micro-influencers and the more genuinely relatable people and relatable content. But the big out-of-touch ones... And I read this statistic as well that said it was literally from a woman who had worked in influencer marketing and she said they had a creator who was had about like 600k on Instagram or something and they hired another creator who had 10k or 11k or something and the person who got obviously paid more was the girl with 500k But they both had to like post affiliate links about their clothes or whatever. So if you don't know what that is, it's kind of a commissionable link. So a company will ask you or you can put up a picture of your clothes and put a link and then you'll get paid a percentage. And so this company did it for both of these girls. And the girl with 11k followers actually generated more income and sold more products than the person with 500k. And that typically tends to be the case with people with smaller followings seem to have this tighter knitted audience and this more kind of community feel because people relate to them more. And it's not the case for everybody. And I understand like, yeah, you might want to grow and have a big following. I do get that. But it's all about being authentic and just staying true to what you genuinely believe in and what you genuinely love. I think a lot of people lose interest and kind of become a bit uh, about creators or influencers when they start to become a little tone deaf and a little oblivious to everything that's going on around them. And I know there's a lot of things in the world right now, no matter where you live, like cost of living crisis, all of that, there's so much going on and I don't think I'm educated enough to even speak about half of it but when you then see these people like booking 700 million different holidays in the space of a year and they've just done it from obviously influencing and they've worked hard for that I'm not going to take that away from somebody because it does take a lot of work like people think it's this overnight thing but it's not it really, really isn't. They put a lot of work in and I'm not saying that they don't work hard. I'm saying that sometimes the way they can present it can be in a way that's essentially like showing off and making other people feel bad. And that's when, you know, your audience becomes less engaged and people start to pick out things and be like, okay, well, you've changed and you're materialistic and blah, 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 blah now. And I mean, we shouldn't really be picking on other people regardless But this is just a whole, like, controversy at the moment. I keep seeing it everywhere. And I've just been thinking about it because there genuinely is two sides. It's either, yeah, okay, this person has worked really hard, look at what they're doing. Or it's like, okay, they're showing off a bit too much now. It's gone too far in the other direction that I don't feel I can connect to you anymore type thing. And people, us as human beings, we do genuinely want to connect with others And I don't, I'm not meaning to like drag influencing or anything like that because again, it's hard work. People put a lot in. But for example, take Molly May. She is so humble. Apart from the whole, we all have the same 24 hours. Okay, maybe not that. Imagine she didn't say that. People love Molly because they literally aspire to be her and she's so down to earth and so open and honest and real about everything that she does that people aren't looking at her 
and being like, oh my God, she's such a show off. Like people know she's genuinely worked hard. And I mean, like she's freaking not CEO of Pretty Little Thing, but whatever, creative director. I mean, fair play girl. And she's young, but she's still so down to earth and relatable to a lot of people. And especially all the mums at the moment, because Molly's posted a video about her journey with her pregnancy and her birth and things and it was just so real and she got a lot a lot a lot of like applause for that which fair play because it's hard and it can be glorified a lot of the time and I mean I wouldn't know because I'm not a freaking mum but (laughs) I know that it's not as easy as sometimes people can make it out to be and sometimes when we look at someone and think they have the absolute perfect life and there's nothing wrong with their life and we want to be them you know they're not showing you the realness I speak about this a lot on the podcast but I just want to make everyone aware and keep reinforcing it till the day I die because comparison is a genuine killer of joy. It really is. I don't know where I'm going with this. I feel like that made no sense. It makes sense in my head and I feel like you can probably understand where I'm coming from. But I have noticed so many bigger creators and just influencers and certain people, not everybody, most of them, are genuine and love what they do and do it in an amazing way. But some people are kind of making themselves seem better because they have this lifestyle and that they look down on everyone. Oh my gosh, take this as an example. I know this isn't like influencer, but Hayley Bieber, right? There was a video of this girl on TikTok saying she saw Hayley Bieber at this concert thing, went up to her and asked her for a picture. And Hayley like rolled her eyes and was like, ugh, fine, whatever. And we all know Hayley Bieber's a bit of a mean girl. So Hayley, if you're listening to this, sort yourself out, girl. Um, obviously she's not listening to this, but you, you get the joke. And yeah, so this girl asked for a picture and Hayley rolled her eyes and was like, ugh, fine. So they took the picture and the girl inserted the picture because she was like, I cannot make this shit up. And the girl really nicely said to her she was like Haley, I love you so much thank you for taking the time to take this picture with me I really appreciate it I love you have a good night at the concert and Haley then said is there anything else I can do for you like in a really monotone like get the fuck out of my way vibe and the girl was like oh no it's okay thanks so much love you um and then walked away and Haley was with her friend and then the girl said that as Haley and her friend were walking away she laughed and they were mocking the girl and the way she said, love you, Haley." And Haley and her friend were going, love you, Haley," Like taking the piss out of her. But like who, I don't understand. At the end of the day, we're all human beings and it's really not hard to be genuinely kind. And it's obviously, there's no need. I understand that, okay, yeah, you probably get a lot of people coming up to you and it's probably annoying, but then politely decline, don't be a cow, like, there is no need to be a vile bitch, and I mean, we love Justin Bieber, but we don't love Hayley Bieber at the current moment, and maybe I'm being a bitch right now, but that's only because she's been a bitch to everyone, (laughs) and I'm not hating on her, I just think that there is no reason for that, there's just no reason to be unkind, especially to mock someone who's like, had the courage to come up to you knowing you're this famous celebrity and been so appreciative and so like kind towards you and said that they loved you and like surely that feels good but I mean I'm not in Hayley Bieber's brain I just thought that was a bit strange but you see what I mean when I come coming from that 
you know, the whole feeling like you're better than somebody else. When you get that vibe off a person, it genuinely does put you off. And that's not even just to say with influencers, that's literally with anybody and anything in life. We all want to feel kind of close together. And I think that's the beauty of social media. We can connect and we can feel less alone. And there's some amazing people on there. But I feel like a lot of companies and marketing strategies are kind of moving away and brands are moving away from those types of influencers and reaching more towards like the micro influencers and the people with really close-knit followings and that's not to say that Kim Kardashian is not going to be posting brand deals like of course she would (laughs) that's not what I'm trying to say here but more opportunities for micro influencers micro influencers are coming out um even there's companies that are working with people under 10k followers and that was never really a thing until pretty recently which I think is so great and so amazing but brands are kind of realizing that actually these micro influencers do have a very tight-knit community of people that are actually genuinely interested in the person and I think that's so fun that's so good for everyone and there's always space I think if you want to start social media and you're looking to get into it but you think it's oversaturated or Instagram or TikTok you're like oh there's so many people in there there is genuinely room for everybody and I'm not you can ask any person that does any type of marketing social media marketing there is always opportunity you are not the same as anybody else I'm not saying like obviously if you copy somebody else's content directly that's a little bit no but you can present yourself differently maybe you have like a different unusual style to what's going on at the moment maybe you have like crazy good hairstyle ideas or whatever maybe you're putting yourself out there as your personality because you're entertaining or maybe you want to create something educational we all have something to bring and so there should be nothing stopping you and it's such a big deal at the moment because it's it's like a what is I can't remember it's like a billion dollar industry right now or something and it's set to go even higher than that and people think that social media was all crashing down but a marketing girlie that I follow actually said that it is predicted to go crazy again the rise of YouTube is supposedly coming back so that's fun if you want to jump on being a YouTuber do it if you think about the fact that in America there are loads, I mean loads of YouTubers, and there's people with like 100k that you might not have heard of, and obviously 100k is a pretty freaking big following, especially on YouTube. In America, because there's so, so many creators on YouTube, but in the UK, or like in England specifically, if you have 100k subscribers, not followers, on YouTube, you're literally like top of the top there is not that many UK YouTubers that are on the rise there really isn't there's like okay yeah Molly May and I'm sure there is other creators that are growing and I see a lot of other creators that are growing but if you look at the difference in the markets of YouTube in the US and in the UK it's crazy different how that works And obviously, like, yes, I understand America's bigger, but a lot more people do it out there. So if you're thinking of starting YouTube and you think that there's too much going on, UK girlies, or even if you do live in America, like, again, there's always space for everyone. Now is your chance. Grab it and go because YouTube is 
supposedly back on the rise. Kind of on the whole topic, if you want to get into social media or just become an influencer or content creator, whatever, the difference between, obviously, there's a lot of people who start out and they're like, yeah, I really want to do this. And then they realize that it actually takes effort. And I'm not saying it's the hardest thing in the world by any means. It is such a privilege to be able to go on there and grow a following and live that lifestyle. But it's not just going to come overnight and you do have to put effort in, obviously. And there's a lot of people that will go and think that they can do it and that it's easy or whatever. And they don't stay consistent because they've not got Alex L followers overnight. That's very rare to happen. It could take you months. It could take you years to build up a following not even close to Alex L size, because I mean, the girl got in there and did what she needed to do early, so fair play to her, and if that happens to you, go you, because you've obviously brought something different to the table, and we love that, but the people who stay consistent, and I mean consistent when you have 5, 10, 100 followers, and you think, is this even worth it, the more you post, and especially on TikTok, and I know it can be overwhelming, especially when you're first starting out, you want to get and post as much as you possibly can. I know that the CEO of Instagram has said that to grow on Instagram, they're pushing out content, and obviously they push out reels quite a lot, but they also want to start pushing out static posts more. The CEO of Instagram said that this year, not me. So I'm not lying, but again, keep on top of your reels because you can just repurpose them from TikTok like it's so easy. Why am I turning into social media tips? I don't know, but I'm heavily interested in the whole like influencer marketing section. I listen a lot to podcasters and I read a lot about it. And I mean, it's all over my TikTok for you page. And I mean, I've done it myself on TikTok. I'm not, not, not anywhere necessarily where I, my goals are. But I have gained a, I'm on what, like 20.6k? And that's a small following in the grand scheme of things. But I'm proud of it. And I, you know, I kind of worked for that. And I really, really enjoy doing that. I decided to start a new Instagram, which has got like 30 followers right now. But I'm still showing up every day. I don't care who finds it. I really don't. People from like my school that I used to go to, obviously, and my family members, like I don't care if they find it. I'm just showing up every single day and just being myself. And that is how you're going to grow. You genuinely have to be authentic and consistent. I know it's so annoying when you watch all those like how to grow on social media videos. Consistency is genuinely the biggest thing. It really is. There is nothing else pretty much to it consistently posting content that is likable, savable, shareable. People will relate to you. People are entertained by you. All of that is things that will go, not viral necessarily, but get you more views and get you an audience. And you don't, going viral is not necessarily the answer either. Say you have one viral video and you may gain followers from that, sure. And you're not necessarily then, hold on, my brain is like mush, I'm like trying to word this properly, yeah, if you have one viral video, but you then gain this following, and obviously your followers followed you for that one specific video, especially at the very start, if you have a viral video at the very start of your journey, people have followed you based on that video, if you then evolve and kind of change your content, you're not necessarily going to have that engaged 
tight-knit audience whereas somebody who's consistently posted the things that may have got like a couple of thousand views or like whatever their influence their influence their audience is so niched to what they uh, to what the person is posting their audience is literally people who want to follow them because of what they post and I think I've seen a lot of this where there's somebody who will have a, a few viral videos will say like there's been a few videos that have hit like one mil but then their other content has nothing to do with that and that's fine like obviously you're allowed to change your mind and you can still build up a following from that but their engagement then is a lot lower than somebody who has been just pure consistent with it and I mean either have good or bad points it's not to say that one's right and what's not and again I'm not a professional I'm not claiming to be this is just kind of what I've noticed and what I've learned and educated myself on I actually do have a digital marketing and media certification that I got in 2022 so don't want to hear it anyway why I don't know why this is turning into influencing tips but I do get a lot, I have had quite a few DMs of people asking me like, how do you get over the fear of doing it and how do you just not care what anyone else is thinking or saying about it? You just have to get out of your own head. And most of the time, the people that are saying things and probably acting a bit weird about it, um, the stupid group girls group chat that's sharing it, not to scare anybody, but I'm sure that does happen. It's pure jealousy If you think about times in your life where you've looked at someone else and been like, oh, I wish I had their life, that usually comes from jealousy. Now, there's the type of people who will act on the jealousy and be horrible, and there's the type of people who won't. And I'm hoping everyone on this podcast is people that would not take the piss out of somebody else for following their passion and their dream. But if you are somebody who takes the piss for somebody following their passion or dream, just know that that is most likely coming from your own insecurity, to put it very simply to you. Why spend your energy hating on somebody else? It's just not, it's not okay. And we're here to spread love and kindness. And we don't hate on others for doing what they want to do. But honestly, just know that people's words are not going to affect you. And if anything with me especially, if I ever did and I know that there's people who talk about it and probably like laugh about it I don't care but if that ever came back to me personally like to my face that only pushes me harder to prove them wrong if you know what I mean so if you knew that there was people taking the piss out of you use it to your advantage keep showing up keep being you and just literally toss it over your shoulder like it does not mean shit to you because horrible people will get bored eventually if they don't get a reaction they will get bored a lot of people don't want to see others succeed and that's the sad thing about today's day and age and I know that there's a lot of us who do love to see other people succeed but there's the small majority that don't and to we, to them we say fuck you I, I'm like I don't know it's like I'm talking as if I'm fucking drunk I can't even get my words out I think I need to regroup I don't even know how much I can carry on ow I just hit my elbow off the side this is so chaotic <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway for all of this and if you wanted to get into this and just this whole situation is not comparing yourself to somebody else or somebody else's content I am very bad for this because I do this all the time and my typical excuse is oh yeah I have a really boring life and my life is so unaesthetic why would people follow me I post the randomest shit on TikTok and have accumulated a little following which I love And the most majority of people are so, so lovely. 
but I post random shit. I will post fashion videos, then I'll post me frying my hair off accidentally. Do you know what annoys me? The videos that I post of me talking shit get views. The videos that I put so much effort into, or like my get ready with with me's, they don't necessarily get as many views. And I don't understand that, but obviously there's something about me frying my hair off that's obviously entertaining to everybody. And I don't know why that is, but I mean, I can see it too. I think I'm pretty funny. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) moving swiftly onwards. I feel like my leg's going numb because I've been sat cross-legged on a kitchen stool, bar chair thing, whatever it's called, and I can't feel my toes anymore. Talking of toes, does anyone go and get their toes done? Actually, I don't want to know. Please don't let me know if you do. I'm not asking if you get your toes done. This is such an ADHD moment because I genuinely don't know where I'm going with this, but if anyone else, this is what I'm trying to say, if anyone else goes and get the, gets their toes done, how the fuck do you cope? Because I will laugh, I will laugh straight in their face, I'm not even ticklish on my feet, at all, it's weird, like, you can tickle me, no, please don't tickle me on feet, but, like, say my boyfriend did it, I don't laugh, like, I, I don't, I'm not ticklish on my feet, but as soon as I have some lady touching my feet, I think it's just the whole experience just makes it so awkward, and I just can't bet, I don't like feet in general anyway, but the whole experience of getting your toes done is fucking hilarious to me, it's just, it's funny, I know some people get like acrylic toenails as well. That freaks me out slightly. That that really does freak me out. Because also when they grow out, you have some freaking long toenails. I mean, each to their own. But I have never jumped on the acrylic toes bandwagon. I don't think I ever would. Um, but yeah, I don't know how anybody sits and not laughs when they get their toes done. Um, what else do I have to update you on? Life's been pretty quiet recently. Again, I took some, took some time off. I'm waiting to pass my driving test though because I still don't know how to drive. Well, I do know how to drive, but I still haven't passed my test, which sucks. But hopefully they'll have a test at like the end of this month. I'm hoping and praying because I so badly want to be able to drive and I just think it will open so many more doors for me. (laughs) I don't know where. It makes me like drive into town instead of walk. So maybe I'll just put on weight. Who knows? Talking of that, I definitely want to do a whole podcast episode on my insulin resistance, high cortisol, kind of PCOS type vibe. And I'm trying out this new supplement that is formulated for PCOS and it has amazing, amazing reviews. And if you follow Wholesome Mills, I think that's her handle on Instagram and TikTok, she takes this for her PCOS and she like swears by it, said it was absolutely amazing and then I read up on it with other people and I was like holy shit this seems so good and I've never found anything so I'm going to update you if that works because I really struggle with insulin sensitivity, I have done since I was really young and it's just so annoying and it makes losing weight really really difficult. Again, what is this episode? Everything is everywhere. But yeah, I'll update you. Oh, I didn't say what it was. It's from Free Soul. I think that's the brand. And it's just called like PCOS supplement, I think. But yeah. So, oh, I forgot to say. Obviously, I mentioned that I started a new Instagram. It's at Alana.Tims, as in T-I-M-M 
SS because I had to put a double S at the end because somebody had stolen the other username. So you can go follow that if you want and show me some love because I'm being super active on there and I'm going to start trying to take Instagram a bit more seriously. And maybe you'll see me on YouTube if YouTube's on the rise. I used to love YouTube. I did used to have a channel in like 2020 and I was posting so consistently and I remember I used to get comments which was so sweet and I don't know why I didn't stick at it but people were genuinely so nice there and they were like oh my gosh I love your content I feel like you're gonna blow up soon and then I just fell off and like didn't post I was going through it a little bit but I loved YouTube so maybe I'll hop back to that because that's always fun and you can see me on there too I think my YouTube is just like at Alana Rose but I deleted all my video so you couldn't even see them if you tried anyway it's 11 p.m i feel like i've been recording for an hour and have probably said nothing useful to you i promise the episodes will go back to being a bit more structured but forgive me for this one because it was a little bit all over the place but i feel like we had a good chat we had a good catch-up i placed an order on pretty little thing for some unknown reason really didn't need to but gotta do it for the content really have to um i'll probably yeah I definitely will see you next week I'm not going to miss another episode I love you guys please rate and review the podcast and share it with your friends because it just you know it helps the podcast get out there um yeah hey to everybody who's new listening to this because I know that there's a good few new people which makes me so happy and I feel so blessed and I hope you don't take this episode as something to go by because this is a below standard episode I feel I don't think this is a good one. I just, my brain is not cooperating with me today. But anyway, I'm going to shut up now and let you go. I hope you have a lovely day, evening, morning, wherever you are in the world. Have a great day, not just a good day. I love you. See you next week.